Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of the Weekly Zeitgeist. Uh, these are some of our favorite segments from this week, all edited together into one uh, nonstop infotainment laugh extravaganza. Uh, yeah. So, without further ado, here is the Weekly Zeitgeist. What is something you think is overrated? Uh potentially controversial opinion the rock the rock is what overrated oh okay now i think i'm think i'm i'm turning you have the to corner. whisper it like you know i I'm... just I, I look you say things into a microphone yeah, and then you forget the internet's yeah. out there and the rock i mean here's the thing i've been very pro rock for a long time i think i've kind of turned the corner on the rock though lately uh, the, like, now you're more of an armageddon fan or uh, I mean, I'm I'm Team Diesel, number one. Oh, oh, oh. Team Vin okay. Diesel, number sorry. one. I'm, I'm it was sorry. a bad Hold Michael on. Bay joke. Yeah, I was oh, like, where did he go? More of a Con Air fan. Uh, uh, also, yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Also, my favorite hair dryer. <laughs> I prefer Arkham Asylum. I don't know. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, no, uh, Dwayne Johnson. I'm kind of turned a corner on him. I got yeah. a big issue with Tobbs and Shaw. I think Jumanji sequels looks kind of weird. There's a lot of weird cash grabs going on with him I'm not a fan of within the fast verse also Vin Diesel's like rule has always been that they make movies together because they are a family mm-hmm. and that way everybody We're gets family. paid every yeah. time mm-hmm. uh, and then The Rock coming in and swooping in and making a side movie uh, cuts out uh, you know Everyone? Tyrese everybody yeah. else except for him and uh, Statham and right I got Statham this. isn't even part I mean these yeah. are both people who are added at the last minute yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. they're not core. Way late. yeah they're not so family I got I got a big problem with that I don't like I'm, I've turned a corner oh, on also this is fast based this is fast based oh, wow yeah yeah interesting that's where it comes from you're, so you're so you your family, I'm guessing. Yeah, oh, I'm I'm family. Wow. I the fast verse is my Star Wars. I prefer it. Oh fuck yeah. I prefer it. Good for you. Yeah. I like that it. shit. I, I know it's weird. Yeah. I know a few people who are like <laughs> fast. Fast. They live rules. fast and they are in the fast fam. Wait, I wanna I wanna give a recommendation. Life one quarter mile at a time. <laughs> you yeah, got damn right they do. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Is that what it is? A quarter mile? Yeah, quarter mile at like, a time. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Just, is that right? No. Sorry, I was trying. Right? Just go in the bathroom and read your tattoo <laughs> yeah. in the mirror. Fucking yeah. Fast and Furious has been a uh, diverse franchise from the start. Absolutely. They didn't just become one lately. Yeah, man. Really good portrayal of Japanese culture and Tokyo Drift, <laughs> I might also add. So shout out to the franchise yeah, for yeah. always holding it down. Yes. Justice for Han. Fully authentic. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> Justice yeah. for Han. They only, they only shot like two scenes there. Yeah. Oh, really? Really? Yeah, because in Japan, they don't let people fuck around do stunts like in the oh, street. Yeah. They're like, mm, no. <laughs> That's they're like, then yeah. we will go to Korea. Yeah. And they're like, okay. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah, because I know a lot of, yeah, like they're just sort of in general, they just don't want like, well, what if something happens in the street? And yeah. we don't want to inconvenience people with like holding up traffic. And if one of your stunt scenes go wrong and you go through a fucking Lawson's convenience store, right. you don't have problems. Yeah. Man, imagine just living in a world where people people cared about you. Yeah, that much. Where they're like, well, we don't want to inconvenience the commuters. Yeah. And in Brazil, they but did like, that shit. But like, we give you money now. Yeah. In no. Brazil, they did it. that giant uh, safe scene on an open road. Oh, they yeah. They didn't even block traffic off. Yeah. They yeah. just did that. Pulled that. <laughs> yeah. Down the, just they people, just told if people. If you were there, man. They're like, yeah. look, bro. Sorry, bro. Drive defensively. On Thursday, most of the day, do not drive to downtown. If you do, you may be in the movie. But we're not liable if you die. That ding, scene ding. kills a, like, the good guys kill a, like, minimum of 30 people. 
Oh yeah, there's just without a that thing is just swinging through buildings yeah. that like have people in them. It's just taking shit out. Oh, but what a great scene! Really That's insane. honestly, I'm. I wish that this is like a joke you see sometimes, but I wish there were more mockumentaries about the fallout of action scenes. Oh yeah, dude. You know what I mean? Oh, Where people yeah. were like, I remember we were there on our honeymoon in yeah. Brazil, right? And um, Eric went to go get me a caipirinha, which is what they drink there. Yeah, and he was smashed by. Uh, Right by a giant safe, safe being yeah. pulled by it's, Dodge Chargers. It's the best. It's, I love those movies so much. They're so good. Yeah, and the thing about The Rock, okay, things, uh, I'm not going to weigh in one way or another yeah, because yeah. I have been threatened. I've had my life threatened yeah. uh, for, for my hot rock takes. But yeah. uh, no, I, I kind of agree with you. I think he's overrated. Yeah. Uh, I think he's, Uh-oh. I think people need to confront the fact mm-hmm. he's a Republican. Yes. He, no. When he records with Vin Diesel, uh-huh. uh, you know, people think Vin Diesel is the dude from the movie. Vin Diesel yeah. is like a sensitive D&D playing yes. like dancer. Yeah. Yeah. And The Rock is always like mad at him and calling him like a candy ass and yeah. shit. It's like, He's yeah, but like, he's a jabroni. What do you want him to right. do? Right, he's a bro. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's just two thirds, man. I just think people need to accept that. Well, that I think you need who... to accept that your expedited reservation to the SmackDown Hotel. Okay. <laughs> I hey, I fully, I do fully accept that reservation. No, uh, I, it's, it's. I'm confirming that reservation. <laughs> I'm confirming. Okay, great. <laughs> no. uh, for how many nights? No, I get it. I get it. Uh, he's no, I mean, I very yeah. likable in a lot of respects. I think a yeah. lot of people just hold the character The Rock in yeah. their hearts. Yeah. And oh, for are sure. starting to like, and then when you kind of see him out there, like, mm, you, you're threat, you walk this fine line, Dwayne. Right. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, he'll, maybe he'll run for president. Maybe he'll primary Donald Trump on the right. Right. I mean, yeah. I'm down for that. Yeah. Go for that. Please yeah, use that your power great. in that way. Just leave Vin Diesel the fuck alone. Because, <laughs> wow, you know how toxic those debates would be? He's like, I mean, look at him. Who knows where he came from? Right. He's oh, like, yeah. right. Why don't I rip your t- <laughs> stupid toupee off your fucking head? Right. You turd. Yeah. He has a cheat day. Yeah. And he's just eating pictures, <laughs> eating uh, pancakes with fucking Stormy Daniels' face yeah. on them. <laughs> and then, <laughs> you know what? It would down. be the corporate elbow again if he became the president. Yeah. 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 See, that, that, that? I can go down that path. Yeah. I think that would work. <laughs> like, I think it might work if you just primary Way more it. toxic because there's no, if right. you, got, if you yeah. want to toxic it up, can't out toxic. Dwayne is way too witty. Right. Yeah. He'll he, fucking have, he'll have something for everything. Exactly. He just drops a, he just raises an eyebrow during the debate and yeah. then it's over for Trump. Trump Use can't handle that. Use your toxic masculinity for good. You yeah. Rudy Poo candy ass. <laughs> um, Rudy Poo. Wow. Yeah. But. If you got pulled in by the Hillary Clinton video where he like talks shit about Hillary Clinton, uh, that was a fake That's video. That's fake, yeah. Don't, don't oh, buy into that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They thought he was like singing a song about her, but it was about another wrestler. Yeah. And they were like, oh. this, is, this is actually when you talk about Hillary. It's like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, there's, there's, there's plenty of legitimate things to go after The Rock for. Right. Yeah. We don't need to. That was amazing. It. But that simple yeah. comment, look, that... Yeah, that caused that set off a firestorm yeah. in here. Yeah, so awesome. that's been the episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I also want to say real quick, if you have not watched the Fast Verse and you want to know how do I do it, there's eight movies. What do I do? I highly recommend start I did at this, the beginning. Start at the beginning, <laughs> but watch them week to week as if it was a weekly TV show with a couple of friends. Because oh, interesting. Like take eight weeks and be like, every Wednesday we're getting together, and we're having fast night. Yeah. Somebody's making dinner, somebody's bringing beers, and that's right. what you do. Because and then you cheers your Coronas and say, exactly. well, we're all family. We're all family. Right. And family uh, Coors, I believe. Yeah. Right. Because when you watch them like that, you don't realize how 
many weird details are connected throughout all the movies. And it's because Vin Diesel is a D&D guy. He like built the world way more than he ever needed to. Was he really? that involved in the writing? Oh, yeah. He's oh, like, he's like, him. yeah, he's he's a huge part of those movies. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, there's just like weird tertiary characters that come back six movies later. And exactly. Like, what? And they're like, I think Brian always has a skyline. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> what is a myth? What's something people think is true, you know, to be false? Oh, so going back to my original thing, there are some people that are genuinely angry at things and genuinely mad, and mm -hmm. that's exhausting. But we've also got to really pay attention to which one of these, like fake accounts, which are people who are doing it on purpose to get us all to yell at each other. Yeah, yes. we got to do a better job of paying Screening attention. Screening those out. Yeah, because with the aerial thing, you, there were at least two accounts that everybody I saw, everybody, yeah. every big blue check, all of my friends, everyone is yelling at this person. The one that had the man hands holding yep. the video in the picture. Yep, that was one. There was another one of people just, you know, taking photos offline, and yeah. you know, we all know about the the bots and the other people who pretend to be black and we know it because they don't use AAVE well. <laughs> um, they don't understand that it is an actual language and that it is at, like it has linguistic properties that yeah. follow a set of rules. So it's oh, always like, eyes be downs the street. <laughs> like, what the right. fuck? Did you just watch Fat Albert? <laughs> <laughs> I watched an old Fat Albert cartoon. I know how they talk. Yeah. I, as black and as is a black is. Yeah. It's like you gotta... You, Please. It's, yeah. Like that old dude who like probably self-vandalized his property Property. Oh Last yeah, week he just uh, wrote Crips. Oh, I didn't see the Crips. I think it was one. the same same neighborhood. Oh, yeah, it was I like just, Black's Rule. Black's Rule is the and one that like, I've yep, seen. Oh, I didn't see Black's dude, Rule. So I just saw the stupid. Crips one, which I thought was like a hilarious bit that somebody Crips. was doing, where they just wrote Crips in like flowery cursive. Yeah, yeah. Like what neighborhood though? Okay, right. and then it's just Black's which Rule. Set, uh -huh. Yeah, Black's, Black's Rule. rule. That, the, those yeah. are totally yeah. sentences that Black people say. Like to that aerial thing, there was that account that everyone was like, "This girl." She's saying, like, it ruined my childhood. The photos, none of them match. She's like, nope. I'm throwing away the video. It was like a grown man's hands. From like an VHS unboxing video. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. That she took, that was, yeah, or whoever this person was took from that. Another photo from Instagram just created this dumb backstory. That, and if you even just look at the timelines of some of these accounts, they're never Thank consistent. You. They're all over the place. And like sometimes they just, they, fa they fan both sides. Right? Yeah, because what they're doing is typically, because they know that we're looking for something. It's like, oh, you started your account yesterday. Mm -hmm. These, whoever the trolls or whatever, whatever the, these people who are doing this are, they've been doing the long game. So these are accounts that have been around since, you know, 2014, 2013, 2010. These are the same accounts where, if you remember that hashtag, your slip is showing, where there was a bunch of accounts of black women that were, I, what was it? They were trying to do like hashtag cancel Father's Day because fathers suck and it's only about mothers. And it turns out it was a bunch of 4chan trolls. Yeah. Like these, and so it, and the smart ones delete old tweets. Yeah. The other ones don't because they know you're not going to go back that far. Yeah, so we you're just, just interacting with the tweet. Yeah. So we just got to be a lot more careful about yeah. Spending our internet energy and quints yeah. on these uh, fake accounts. Who are oh, zero followers following 15 people. Right. You've yeah. been, had the account since March 2015, but you only have two tweets. Yep. Yeah. But you keep deleting them every time I see you go back to race. Mm -hmm. we, were, we were talking about this last week with regards to the Jason Momoa dad bod thing where we could. Where did that happen? Who was saying right. that? Everyone's like, <laughs> yeah. people are saying that. Where? Yeah, exactly. I was looking for yeah. it. Where? We were trying to figure that out and could not find the original person being like, look at this fatty. Right. Um, <laughs> I'm going to be a dad because of that photo. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Sign me up. Let's talk about Bastille Day. It was July 14th. It was over uh, last weekend. Um, and so this is the celebration that inspired 
America's 4th of July celebration this year when the military drove some tanks onto the National Mall. Did they end up doing that? Yeah, there were oh. there were some tanks. They were parked there, though. Right, right, right. They just right. drove them up, parked them, and then put them behind fences, and then Trump's homies could come in close enough to like see them. Touch them and selfie right. with them. But Everybody... only like the inner circle. All the other right. MAGA people just had to sit in the rain. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Drive by these branded Trump ponchos. But I mean, like people who support him want him to be better than them. So I don't think they mind that like he treats them like shit. Right. Well, that gives you something to aspire to. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. That's the only way you can accept your lot in life. Right. So he, uh, you know, he he was trying to live up to the Bastille Day celebration that he saw and didn't, I mean, he didn't live up to a good 4th of July parade uh, no, standard. Not even like in your neighborhood. Yeah, not even like Huntington have. Beach. Yeah, yeah. yeah, where kids are being pulled on like radio flyer carts. And yes. you're like, well, he has a flag taped to his arm. Um, France issued the most devastating, that was cute, nice try. I've, I've seen... Uh, you know, parked tanks before. Yes. Not even uh, rolling down the fucking street. Yeah. So uh, there, there's just this one clip that shows a dude flying around in a rocketeer pack with a assault rifle. Yeah. Just, and then, so he, he flies across the sky, which I had seen before, but then he just comes to a stop and just hovers above Macron for like, like, we salute you, yeah, Emperor Macron. For 15 seconds with a fucking machine gun in his hand. Yeah. And it's just like, sup? Yeah. And, and then fucking flies Takes off. Takes off. Like, literal Iron Man shit. Yeah. The, the, I, the video I've seen of this dude set up before, but I didn't, the, part of the official Bastille Day thing was kind of definitely a flex. Because right. you saw what was funny, like, I felt bad for the people behind him who were just operating drones, like, right. with a remote control. and like... Yeah, okay, I get it. The new technology. Like, just make way for fucking Iron Man. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. But yeah, the way even Macron was like looking back at him, you could almost tell he was like, yes, (laughs) directly into my veins, Uh, floating soldier. I'm sure Trump, oh God. That might also be what Trump is trying to deal with right now with his- That's a lot. Overt racism. Yeah. When I watched this clip too, I was just like, oh, the future is here and it's terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's scary as fuck. Some dude, just some soldier flying up to your window. It's like, you must go now. And like, oh, fuck. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But hey, you know. Military industrial complex, activate. Yeah. Also the idea like Bastille Day is like when we, you know, when they took over the aristocrats and the idea of doing something just so fuck you rich people. Right. Like yeah. it seems kind of counter to the OG Bastille Day. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Well, maybe yeah. the storming would have of the Bastille would have gone a lot quicker if they had jetpacks. So true. <laughs> and that's exactly. the lesson. That is a Jeremy Renner movie. Oh, shit. Bastille Day? <laughs> yeah. But steel is pe- spelled S-T-E-E-L. <laughs> Bastille Day. Uh, <laughs> Bastille Day. Um, just, yeah, someone, a time traveler goes back yeah. to arm them. Yes. Oh, that's the secret of Bastille Day that you didn't know. The time traveler bought, bought future technology back then, armed them, got it done real quick, took it away to not fuck up. The, whatever. Space time continues. It's just, it's all, you know, we're still all kind of sick. Yeah. Renner and I are still working this out, but it's going to be pretty pretty tight. <laughs> all right, let's talk about Area 51, guys. Thank God. It's I... time. It's... Okay. Are you ready? I, I'm ready. I got my tactical Danielle, gear. are you ready? I am so ready. I'm I've, been, I've been prepping. Um, I went and got some water. I went and got some canned goods that don't need a can opener. Yay. We can just pop that Chef Boyardee open. Yes. Let's get this. Wait, they have Chef Boyardee with a pop top? They sure do. 
Man, I like the Starkist tuna uh, canned snack joints with the crackers. That would be my I mean, my Area Fifty One. Does cake. any canned good still require a can opener? Yes, they should, they should yes. all be doing the pop top, man. I, yeah, so I guess it, maybe it's more expensive. More to, money, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's more expensive. More metal. But yeah. you know, it's it's better if uh, you need earthquake rations, which is what I bought them for. But right. now they're going to be used to storm Area Fifty One. So if you don't know what we're talking about, there's we're currently, talking about canned goods. For we're talking about canned goods, <laughs> but we call that Area Fifty One. Right, is what the bathroom is after you eat canned goods. Um, <laughs> no, there's a Facebook event called Storm Area Fifty One. They can't stop us all. Yeah, they can. <laughs> yes, they can. Uh, and it's planned for late September, where the plan is basically to pull up to Area 51 and bust the aliens out. This is okay. I'm gonna read you literally from the description of the event. No, no, no. This is not a yo. Don't uh, uh, don't disrespect this with that music. I'm literally just imagining Area 51 as a base, being like, pull up there. Yeah. Pull up. Exactly. Right. Just like the actual building. They're like, like pull oh, up. Oh yeah, the building's like, are you for real, dog? They're like, no. Um, Say I, it with your chest, then. Yeah. I do imagine, I think people are picturing like the men in black thing where you just walk through one door and the aliens are right there. Like, right. That you can yeah. just like, they're like Viennese that cinnamon. it's a very thin membrane of like a gate. And then you get in past the gate and you are at the, pl- the hangar where they keep the uh, flying saucer. But area 51 is like, you know, there's a gate and then there's miles and miles of desert and yeah. mountains. And then you get to the thing that they're hiding from us all. Yeah. Um, well, I can't again. accidentally <laughs> get to Area 51. Well, yes. read the description because they have a plan. OK, this is from the event page. This is literally word for word what it says. We will all meet up at the Area 51 Alien Center tourist attraction and coordinate our entry. <laughs> if we Naruto run. What? We can move faster than their bullets. Let's see them aliens. No. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see them aliens is the greatest conclusion because not at all. (laughs) How many grandmas had to learn what Naruto run was? Oh man! Well, they're like, oh, them kids run with their arms out like that. That's what that is. Them Uh boomers, man. We're they're they're learning some things this week. Right? Yeah. They're like Naruto. Is that one? Is that that congressperson? (laughs) Right. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. I mean, look, right now. There's almost a half million people who have marked themselves as going on this event with another near half million saying they're interested. Right. So, look, I get the excitement, though. Yeah. Because we've got the fucking we got all these Tic Tac videos and shit. And the government's basically like, "Mm, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I guess there's anything. I don't know. We don't know what the fuck that is. The storming of Area 51. Like, if that hasn't been greenlit, like somebody needs to write that script right away and get that shit. What's very brief. All those people are mercilessly killed for trespassing against on a military installation. And hey, guess who gets to have machine guns and you don't? Wouldn't it be funny, though, if the Naruto runs, they really did run faster than the bullets. Right. That would be tight. I just see you're unprotected when you run that way. Although you're always unprotected when you run head first Into towards Area fifty one. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Do are they you, think are they trying to like cook it like kick it with the aliens? Like what is the, the end goal? Well the memes have probably been the funniest thing to come out yeah. of. Yeah. When it was like me and my homies after we storm Area fifty one and it's like photos of like gang members, but all their guns were like from Halo. <laughs> 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 like one dude had like the needler and shit. I was like, Yeah, get that shit. But like yeah, I don't know. I honestly, part of me wants to go, 
Mm-hmm. Because if we're going to see the aliens, I want to see the aliens. Yeah. I'm very interested. I just, the MCU has tricked all y'all into thinking right. you can be part of the adventure. And right. you oh, certainly, is that what it is? You certainly cannot. You don't, yeah. you don't get to go to space with the Guardians of the Galaxy. You right. don't get to hang out with Thor. You don't get to go to S.H.I.E.L.D. Save up your money. Go to, you know, the new Star Wars theme park. Yeah. That's as close as you're going to get. You, you don't get to kick it with aliens. I'm sorry. This yeah. is one thing where you do have to be elite to do it. And I get it. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, we're not elite enough to see them aliens. No, I get it. Like, this, normally I'm like, you know, everyone deserves things and I'm, you know, dem socialists and blah, blah, blah. But in this case, I'm like, nah, there's probably a reason we ain't seen them aliens yet. Right. This dude's probably so. Although, I don't, I don't know. There's like a classification bias or like a, an addiction to classification in military and in the government that people within the government have talked about and been like, it, First of all, it makes the government incredibly inefficient because everything's classified from everyone else. Mm. But also, it's just the easy thing to do is classify it. If mm-hmm. you got to you know. get that Q classification, my dude. Right. If you if you hit yeah. Q level, then you would get to meet the aliens. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, I'm not gonna say I am Q, but uh, but I, you know, you know, you know a thing or two about this person. Right. Where we go, when yeah. we go, all. He's a friend. Yeah. Let's put it that way. I wonder if they're using this Jeffrey Epstein thing to. Further their narrative. You th- yeah, we need they to check be. in with the Q community. Yeah, because, we should get uh, Julian back on. Well, no, but it seems like they are really worried about pedophiles until they're real. And then they like... Oh, no, right. they've, been, because, oh they've been all over this. They just ignore all the Trump stuff. Right. Um, from what I've... I have a hobby... Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I, I call it a hobby. I never realized I was doing it until I got older where I am obsessed with Where I with make like, Q merchandise and I sell it on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how I pay my rent. But where I like to follow weird internet subcultures and yeah. subcommunities, it's, it's super my thing. One day I'll monetize it, whatever, because I do that with everything else in my life. But I've been reading on the Q stuff and one of their theories is that the reason Trump spent so much time with Epstein was because he was going to take Infiltrate, him down from yeah. the inside. Right, oh right. my God. That's brilliant. That's like what They're I would so have told. Good at, They're I so good know. at this. If I got caught smoking weed by a cop, I would say that. I'd be like, I was with them. I I'm undercover, the dude. I was trying to bring them down. Right. I'm trying to help you out. Yeah. I'm trying right. to, you know, just let us. Let us. Cook. I've got a lot of data. I'm sorry we were listening to bombs over Baghdad crazy loud. <laughs> I know it's 1 a.m. and we're in a residential neighborhood, but I will get them. I will bring them to justice. Just let me finish this blunt real quick. <laughs> That's how they know I'm one of them. Go fuck it up, man. I'm Donnie Brasco. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back. Let's talk about the shambong. Shambong. Shake a bong bong, shambong bong. What Uh, the fuck is this thing? Okay, I couldn't tell. So first you said, do you know about the shambong? (laughs) I look at you dead in your eye. I go, what the fuck do you know And I'm, of course, already making eye contact with you because I'm a very confident, laser-focused man. My eyelids were Uh, burnt. (laughs) And yeah, you said, do you know about the shambong? And I had the same reaction as you, Matt. I Mm -hmm. said, does it have something to do with shamwow? It sounds like it. Uh, And... No, it is. And then I saw a picture and still couldn't figure out what it was. Yeah, so I'm cruising, uh, what do you call that, Instagram. And one of these ads comes up. And it looks like a bunch of fun, like, one percenter wannabes with these, like, weird fucking champagne flutes that look like crack pipes or just some kind Mm -hmm. of fucking bass pipe. I don't know what the fuck. And anyway, it's like, shambung, we're loving it. And I look up into it a little bit more. 
I asked DJ Daniel, he's heard of it. Mm. Apparently, it's just a way to fucking slam champagne way quicker, like Hell beer bomb yeah, for dude. champagne. And <laughs> there's something, yeah. I know, it's like, That's it's so a fun sick. gag gift, but part of me finds it like really fucking disconcerting. Like, it's like peak class cosplay where yeah. you're consuming expensive liquor or alcohol as quickly as possible with right. no regard for its value. Like, there was something about it that I was like, this is fucking odd. And also, just for anybody who's drank champagne to excess, it's not the shit you want to be drinking to excess. Yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. It is just, it, the sugar fucks your fucking soul yeah, forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's the a, worst thing. It's a bummer, but also, like, that's so fucking sick. It is <laughs> tight. And that's, but that's what's so funny tight, when you look bro. at it. Everyone's no, like, dude, this is the tightest so shit. That's so fucking chill. Because, like, you know, when you're like, fucking, you know, like, you got a bunch of, like, champagne, but you're like, yeah. oh, how do I drink this shit faster, dude? Yeah. Right. Like, I really need to, like, get this in my system. Yeah. That's and, what the Shark Tank pitch, I think, sounded yeah, like. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. Like, hey, what's <laughs> up, everyone? Uh-huh. Hey, Mark Cuban. What's up? So, you know how you can't drink champagne fast enough? Right, yeah. right, right, right. All right, Matt, what's, uh, what are we talking here? What kind of, what kind of money are you looking for for equity in this company? Okay. So, first of all, like, like, first of all, thank you so much for having me on Shark Tank. I think yeah. that's really chill. Yeah. Uh, Mark, I know you and my dad are like personal friends. And yeah. uh, so I think it's really cool that. And you know, Jeffrey Epstein. And Jeffrey Epstein. I think last time we were all on the island together, right. I think we talked about this. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. let me get in more detail. It's called the Shambong. And I'm basically. In. Oh, you're cool. All right. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah, dude. See you but, at the yeah. island. This whole fucking thing, when I look at the website, though, it's even more of a parody of itself. Because already the idea that, like, you need to be drinking champagne like this, yeah. it's purely, it's just a gag gift right. for sure. But also, it seems like they're also trying to make a fucking, like, whole movement out of this. Yeah, yeah. When you go on the, like, about section, there this first is a very cheeky dictionary entry. Shambong. Noun. A device used for the rapid and enhanced experience of sparkling wine slash champagne consumption. It'll make you friends, land you that big promotion, fill the void, mic drop, walk off home run, pick up mic, crush karaoke, make your parents proud. What oh, the sick. fuck? I like how real they got with fill the void. Yeah, right? that was odd. <laughs> just for one moment, they were just like, just jam out, karaoke, fill the void. Yeah. <laughs> Have sex. <laughs> right. Dad will love me. It's yeah. just like, damn, dude. <laughs> it's, ugh. Yeah. So then after that, I'm like, okay, what the, well, how? It does look like something you smoke meth out of or smoke It's some very sort of dark. Out of. It looks yeah. like a pookie. You yeah. Know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what you're, it does not look like some, if a cop pulled you over and mm-hmm. saw that in your driver's seat, they would probably not think, oh, this person loves Moe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They're right. like, this, this person is Rocky roading it up. Right. Now, the, when you look at the fucking, the evolution of this device. This is where it becomes fucking unbearable. The, so it's like how it started, our history. The origins of the first Shambong came about in early 2014 during a moment preempting the Super Bowl. We had an epiphany a week prior of the, to the big event to create a Super Bowl. The resulting uh. device of our imagination harnessed an ability to hold Ugh. an extraordinary amount of cannabis. However, it was sadly non-functional as a smoking apparatus. Fortune would prevail several evening later. Nice typo there. Uh, <laughs> while but onlookers examining the piece. trying to sound so smart. I know. Yeah. Uh, while onlookers examining the piece remarked at how it looked like a fantastic wine shooter. They promptly filled it with champagne and experienced the resulting magic and thus was born the glory that is 
the shambang. So basically, we have this failed device, right? And we were like, fuck, what else can we put in here that works? And yeah. then right. we put in some liquid. Right. And that shit worked. Dude. Also, like, fuck, I like the idea bro, that- I'm still sad. <laughs> yeah. How do I make myself not sad? Yeah, fuck, I'm still sad. <laughs> <laughs> the resulting device of our imagination harnessed yeah. is just a great wow. string of words. That's yeah. like that super long sentence when, like, you're just trying to- just express one idea, like yeah, I used yeah, to do yeah. in like my freshman college papers. Yes, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. yes exactly. Inherently, when you yeah. the sum of all of these assertions yeah. would lead, like, it's like my man. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Uh, colonizer is bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you get an A. So this is the thing. Then the testimonials too that they also have on the website just sound like really cool people. Oh hell yeah! This is from Maria. If this baby is not part of your travel necessities, you are not living right. I love the plastic shambong because it packs easy and I don't have to worry about it breaking. Plus, having TSA do a double check when scanning my bag is always fun to watch. Hashtag classy AF. Hashtag don't judge my life. No, like hashtag alcoholism for sure. <laughs> if you're traveling with that, yeah. Jesus Christ. No, you got to travel with it. Also, I like your privilege when you're like, I like when TSA fucks with me more than they need to. Right. Yeah, like, right. Yeah, and yeah. that part too, when yeah. I have wage workers being like, is this a safety hazard? And I'm like, <laughs> oh, fuck you, clown. We're drinking champagne, which you'll never fucking taste. <laughs> fuck you, clown. I'm uh, an alcoholic. <laughs> loser. Uh, there's another one from Kurt. Everyone at Shambong, merci beaucoup. I purchased one. <laughs> I purchased one for my wife and one for a neighbor. We're hooked. My neighbor ended by my neighbor ended buying ended up buying. I think mm. is what they meant. Right. My neighbor ended. My neighbor ended right. buying three now, more, dude. and his boss purchased another ten. Short story: Shambong has invaded southeastern New Hampshire, and we're loving it. Uh huh. The holidays have started a little early this year. Cheers, <laughs> Kurt. Posted in January. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're hooked. And my neighbor ended up. I liked. I liked like this idea. He's like, I got my wife, and then my neighbor. Who I got we, my like, neighbor. Threesome up with. Some Sometimes. Yeah, right, yeah, 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 yeah. We get fucked up off the shambong. Yeah. This, they, that sounds like the most insufferable like neighbors possible who are just like, yo, we love to party with yeah. our neighbors. Yeah. Come on over, dude. I had a neighbor like that yeah. who was so fucking friendly yeah. to the point where like, you at times you would feel bad oh. because it's like, because they're doing a lot. They're like, hey, man, I got tri-tip on. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm like, bro, no. Like, also like, what ends up happening is around 10 o'clock, you bring out a bag of cocaine and your acoustic guitar. Yeah, And yeah, you make yeah. everybody sit through a fucking concert. Yeah, and yeah. I can't, Spaceman. Yeah. No, it really is on some fucking David Brent shit. Spaceman came down. And it's like, no, man, I can't. You're colorblind. <laughs> Racial. <laughs> Racial. People remember offhanded office quotes. Oh, yeah. All right. I want to talk about something called the Alpha Zero Paradox. Uh, there's an article in The Atlantic that is Henry Kissinger and a couple of other like luminaries talking about how uh, the world needs to start getting ready for basically the singularity. Uh, Eric Schmidt, one of the founders of Google, and somebody named Daniel Hutton Locker. Uh, and in this piece, so they're basically talking about the singularity, like where uh, computers get so smart that they're like making moves beyond what we can even uh, conceive of. And in this article, they talk about this thing called the Alpha Zero Paradox that is one of like one of the most terrifying but like interesting examples of this that I've heard. So uh, you know, you know how that like 
artificial intelligence learning how to play chess is always a like thing, and right. uh, that a computer could beat one of the grandmasters of a. Uh, of the Ku Klux Klan, no, of uh, chess, <laughs> at chess uh, is... Be David Duke? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the man himself. Uh, are they called Grandmasters? Is it... Grand Wizards? Or Grand Wizards. Wizards. Grand Dragons. Some, Dragon some Grand shit. Uh, yeah, but chess people are called Grandmasters. Anyways, uh, that, that was always like a, a big deal. So they taught this computer like the rules of chess and then just had it play itself for 24 hours and it became, in 24 hours, became the best chess player in the world. Uh, it's better than any grandmasters, better than any of the those like highly publicized chess playing computer programs in the, in the past. And the difference about what they did is they didn't give it any, uh, any of the data of like how humans have played chess up to that point. Uh, they didn't like teach it any like chess strategy or anything they just taught it the rules and then just like let it go to like figure out how to play it and it's the the way it plays chess is like how like people would consider it wrong it's they're like no that's not how you play it but it's better than everybody they uh so it's like making moves that to a a chess champion would be like okay i'm about to kick your ass and then yeah to checkmate they say it's like chess from another dimension. Um, <laughs> that's what they. Well. That's what that's what the champions like, are saying. The expert says, "Yeah, I want to. Pl- I want to play it and see how quick it'll, uh, how long I can last." <laughs> yeah, right. I'm terrible at chess, so I'm sure if I got high, I could maybe battle it too. Because I'm, like, I'm thinking outside the box. Too. I'm thinking outside the box. Computer. I've been playing chess every night for the past like month and a half to two months. Just to kind of like make my brain sharper. Mm-hmm. Like I'll play before I go to bed, like on my phone, and the computer annoys the shit out of me because, right. like, I'm up here taking like sixty seconds, ninety seconds in between moves, and I make my move in the computer one second. Boom! Uh, right. Because no matter where I go, it just it puts it into the Adjusted yeah. calculations. Yeah, right. and it calculates like this is the best move at one second each yeah. time, each time. I don't know. I found this interesting for a couple of reasons. A like because. You know, we talk about the zeitgeist here and Daily. In, in something as conceptually concrete as chess, like all human learnings and assumptions were getting in the way of the truth. Uh, and like, I think that's a good metaphor, like a good way to kind of a good thing to keep in mind when you're thinking about like how the world sees things, how people are talking about things. Uh, it's that is a lens that is refracting like everything you see. So it's not mm-hmm. it's not the truth in a lot of ways. It's causing us to miss a huge part of the truth. Um, and you know we obviously have a dramatic example of that with the 2016 election. Um, and we've spent the last three years trying to explain how all of human wisdom and all the press and all that shit got it wrong, and only like a few people actually uh, know. And <laughs> not all, uh, yeah. How I, all the mainstream media got it wrong. I uh, I'm waiting for sex to go ahead and tell us the truth about sex, like the how, machine. Yeah, like, it's like y'all are fucking y'all so fuck, wrong. Y'all fucking so wrong. It don't, <laughs> it don't take it don't take five minutes. Yeah, three yeah. seconds and both people can. Pipebot is ready. <laughs> <laughs> teach us, teach us what we don't know. But they the the other thing I mean that's kind of what they were talking about is this is just one example like pe- 
people always used to talk about the singularity, like this point at which robots and like artificial intelligence goes beyond human understanding as like this one event that would happen right. uh, all at once. But it seems like it's happening kind of piecemeal. And this is an example of the singularity happening in chess, like where it's just making moves beyond human comprehension. Uh, and that seems like a thing that shouldn't even necessarily be possible. You should always be able to like understand the logic of why someone is making chess moves because yeah. it's a finite game. Um, it was a game created by us too, right? Like it's not it's not science. It's a game that somebody hundreds of years ago decided. You know what? I think the pawn should only move one or two spots. Right, exactly. I think this horse should go in. The, like that's just somebody who yeah. decided. But I think that's like a good example of it because it's finite and concrete. Like we're seeing what's going to happen with everything else in AI. Yeah. Just there first because it's kind of a fixed field. But uh, the article says like we can expect comparable discoveries by AI and other fields. Some will upend conventional wisdom and standard practices. Others will merely tweak them. Uh, and they'll all leave us struggling to understand. Consider the conduct of driverless cars stopped at a traffic light. When cars driven by people inch forward to try to beat the traffic, some driverless cars will join them, though nothing in the rules of driving given to them suggests they should do so. If this inching forward has been learned, how and for what purpose? How is it different from what people are taught and learn about waiting for a traffic light? What else might AI learn that is not, quote, telling us and they make the point because AI like can't explain back to us what it's right, doing. What it's thinking. Right. And mm. so I feel like there's gonna be a lot of examples like that where all of a sudden, you know, AI is spitting out decisions that we that seem crazy to us and then we have to like figure out we have to decide whether to trust it or not because the AI is not gonna be able to tell us why. And pretty um, soon people will be bowing at the altar of some fucking computer. Right. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Tell us. I mean, please. the scary thing, like Kissinger, you know, who had to deal with Richard Nixon, who thought it was a good idea to, you know, nuke Vietnam. Uh, Kissinger talks about how, you know, what what happens when we start uh, running uh, international relations decisions through AI or checking it with AI, like will mutually Kill assured, <laughs> well, you know, mutually assured destruction has been a great deterrent up to mm-hmm. this point when it, when it comes to using nuclear weapons or not using them. But like, what if AI is like, nah, don't worry. <laughs> yeah. They're pussy. <laughs> right, yeah. exactly. I Set mean, that shit off. <laughs> I mean, I just, uh, I just rewatched iRobot like a week ago. Yeah, and that movie, that movie is good. That yeah. movie is good because it 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 talks about yeah. Isaac that Asimov in, had some ideas. Yeah, it talks about that in in a very basic term, a uh, very basic way, basically. But like the three laws where a robot can never harm a human, must always listen to a human, and must always, always protect, drive an Audi, and must always oh. drive a dope ass Audi. Yeah, right. uh, and but then like the computer starts to learn. It's like well. We're trying to do all this shit, but you guys are fucking it up. So the right. only way we can protect you is right. to control you. Yeah. Uh, right. And it's wild how yeah. true that is. Like the only way, it's like we're babies. The only way to protect a baby is to absolutely control it. Right. Uh, like shit we do to babies, we wouldn't do to an adult generally. 
Yeah. Right. Or some adults pay to be treated like a baby. Or some adults, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Treat me like a baby. <laughs> <But> <laughs> yeah, so it's wild, man. It's wild that we are dumb. So if we start keep creating shit that is going to be smarter than a lot of humanity. Right. Eventually it's going to be like, y'all are fucking dumb. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I need to fucking take over. <laughs> yeah. Fucking this whole thing up. We keep creating shit that's lear- that learns. Yeah. We right. just need to create something that doesn't know self-preservation. Right. You mm. do that, you do that, and then if it starts getting too bad, be like, you know what, robot, kill yourself. Right. And it won't, he'd be like, oh, my bad. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that uh, podcast, sister podcast, uh, Sleepwalkers, was talking about how people who study, like, how it's basically uh, training and like decision manipulation. Uh, how to get people to make the decision you want them to at Stanford. Uh, so they study like dog training methods and they also study, you know, human like Skinner box stuff, like how to get people to press the button you want them to. And those are the people that invented Instagram, like people who like came from that class. Wow. So like that's, you know, we're already being controlled by technology that is like basically in our veins, you know. So it doesn't seem like it's going to be this overwhelming thing where uh, Skynet becomes self-aware, mm. uh, and know, I think that's that better happen. The world just <laughs> starts bombing itself. Uh, I, I think it's probably going to be much more seductive and much more well, uh, slow than who that. among us doesn't have a fantasy where we're watching our children play at a playground. And as the nuclear blast comes, we're holding onto the chain link fence, right. fence as we're vaporized and get just I mean, disintegrated. Yo, honestly, all in there. I didn't. That's, I didn't stick around for this long to not be destroyed by to robots. Be destroyed. Right. I would rather we all die like that. Yeah. <laughs> just instant. <laughs> instant. Everybody else dead with you. That's yeah. the part about death that I don't like. Is that I'm dying and leaving everybody behind. The FOMO. The FOMO. Yeah. The FOMO, like, damn, what I'm going to miss. I'm the opposite. I want I want people to mourn me. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be a ghost and watch them. Right. Fucking haunt them. Uh, all right. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back. There was this Twitter thread where somebody was like, what? was a TV show from your childhood that only you remember, nobody around you remembers. Or uh, So the original tweet was from at Clone Nick. Uh, what's a TV show that you remember from your childhood that no one you know remembers? Mine is Dolphin Cove. Or like one that you thought was might have been something that you imagined because it was so weird. Uh, like, for instance, mine a show called Greatest American Hero, uh, which was like an adult dramedy about a superhero. Uh, it was on during the day. Like I watched it at home before I started preschool. It was like one of my early memories is a dude with like a blonde afro. Uh, and he was just a bad superhero. He like sucked at landing and would always like fall down and shit. When you said, I was like, okay. And then you played the theme song. I'm like, well, yeah, I know the, the fucking theme, theme music. Is great. Uh, it's that. Uh, Believe it or not, I'm walking on air. The one from the Seinfeld episode. Yeah, no, I thought I was like, I know that from Seinfeld. Yeah. yeah. But uh, okay. Yeah. So I'm, that is, that was mine. I what watched, was the other one? The guy said the original was Dolphin, what? Dolphin Cove. 
Damn. I remember Dolphin Cove. I, the ones I can only think that like people don't remember around me was Avonlea on the Disney Channel. Mm. I remember Avonlea. It was like a spinoff of Anne of Green Gables. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, a lot of people, I don't know why I watched a lot of Avonlea. Like, yeah, fuck, fuck with Avonlea. Uh, but that was like one thing I remember all the time telling me like, remember that show Avonlea on the Disney Channel? And people were like, no. <laughs> but I know it's real. Also, the other one were the animated show about the fish police. Yep. Right. The snorks. No, I think it's called Fish Police or some shit <laughs> on the Cartoon Network. Oh, okay. What's the Snorks? The snorks, maybe Snorks is mine. Snorks is like it's like Smurfs, but they live underwater. I remember Snorks. Yeah, and they have like a little like um, oh yeah thing sticking like out a snorkel. Of their head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like the theme song is like Sing Along with the Snorks. Yo, the f- wow, the first episode aired on my fucking literal birthday of birth. Shit. Really? Yep. Of Avonlea? Uh, no, Snorks. Oh, okay, great. That's wow. a good sign for Whoa, you. Whoa, it's an Amer- it's a Belgian show, huh? American Belgian show. That makes sense actually. Uh-huh. I wonder how many cartoons cuz I know they do this with like anime and stuff. I wonder how many cartoons they just repurposed in a bunch of different so languages. So many. That's smart. I remember like Moomin, you know Moomin? They were like a thing that's huge in Japan and Asia. Moomin? Yeah. Moomin is actually like this like cow. They look is it weird. A cow I don't know, it's, a, it's like a Swedish or Finnish illustrator I think made it. Oh, but not I Moomin. as a kid, I always used to see it in Japan. I never saw it in the U.S. And then when I like this, uh, I went to school with a Finnish uh, girl, and for her like uh, like a show and tell thing, she's like, "I want to talk about my favorite show, Moomin." I was like, "That's Japanese," and she's like, "No, it's not." And I'm like, wow. why? I don't, "I've never seen it here." And it's like, "It's from Finland, where I'm from." And I was like, "It fucked me up." Like when yeah. I first, I'm like, "Media can just be spread anywhere and lice." Oh God. Uh, but yeah, shout out to Moomins. So, uh, do you have one, Tess? That you're... Um, I do remember there was a show called Swans Crossing. Do you guys remember that? Swans no. Crossing. Swans Crossing was also on during the day, and it was like a soap opera, but it starred all children. Whoa. And like they, I think they were rich, and they had, like, it was like 90210, but like with nine-year-olds. Holy shit. Yeah. First episode date, September 25th, 1992. Final episode date, September 25th, 1992. <laughs> <laughs> Was there only one episode? Yeah, there's only one What's episode. it, 60? Whoa. Number of episodes 65 is 65. Episodes. So maybe they ended up airing them all later, but that that's the, the length of the run. Wow. What if I'm the only one that saw the pilot and the finale? And the all in one. Whoa, oh. Sarah Michelle Gellar was in that? That makes sense. Wow, she was the she was the lead. I think I liked it because she was also on General Hospital, which my mom watched. And it was like, oh, here's a soap for me. Right. Same girl. Damn. She was like the child in General Hospital? Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. She was Erica Kane's daughter. Erica Kane. Yeah. Mira Sorvino was also on it for six episodes. Oh. Powerhouse show. Man, I'm, I'm still just trying to get over the fact that I never thought about the fact that Snorks was short for Snorkels. I, Neither did I. Even though they had a snorkel like, that coming out of the top <laughs> of their head. Like a snorkel almost. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, a lot of the shit that was on when we were kids is seems like some dream logic shit. Like even the Care Bears is fucking really weird. Didn't um, they stun people with their stomachs? Care yeah. Bear stare. Yeah. They had like basically like uh, spotlights in their chest that they could use to brainwash people hey yeah. come on that's not important man they were spreading <laughs> love and happiness and peace through their yeah. forced energy field <laughs> well speaking of things that happen in the shadows let's talk about the 50th anniversary of the moon landing uh it's tomorrow 
It is, you know, one of the greatest things ever accomplished, or so they told you. Uh, so Uh-oh. our writer, Jay McNabb, uh, did a little bit of a deep dive, gave us a history on the moon landing hoax. Uh, because, you know... The idea that it's a hoax, or are yeah, we acknowledging just, that this is a hoax? Uh, I guess we probably shouldn't tell people just yet. What our take is. Right. We'll uh, let the evidence speak for itself. No, time. no, I'm just saying we shouldn't reveal just yet uh, the uh, truth that we uh, all know yes, 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 uh, yes, as Hollywood uh, insiders. Ooh. But, uh, yeah, so he wanted to like kind of look into you know how, how this idea got started. One really wild thing is that... so. They were talking about how the first book that came out came out in 1974. It was a self-published book called We Never Went to the Moon, America's $30 billion swindle, exclamation point. Damn, uh, so it only cost $30 was, billion? Yeah. In those, in those dollars. Yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of people got rich off that thing, man. You know? Yeah, Neil Where'd that money go? Follow the money. <laughs> uh, but they pointed out that in July 1970, so just a year after the moon landing, 30% of Americans already believed the moon landing had been faked. Without shit being out yeah. there, like published, publicized yeah, just or whatever? people were like, man, that looks fake as fuck. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah. That seems far away. A uh, lot of religious people were like that, too. My, yeah. grandma, my grandma don't believe in the moon landing. She said, it was, uh, she said it was something done to make people not believe in God. Right. It's wild. Oh, like to acknowledge, to like acknowledge. space and like yeah. the expanse of it all. Yeah. Oh, okay, I like that. Yeah. Um, his evidence, the author of this book, Bill Casings' evidence, is that uh, you can't see stars in the photos. Um, and <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's one of his big pieces right. of evidence, and the reason for that is there's more direct sunlight in space, so you can't. They couldn't get the proper exposure to show it, but that's, you know, gish gallop. Mr. That, photography. Yeah, that makes me sound like a I'm a real nerd. And he's like, yeah, blah, blah, Well, blah. what, do you want me to expose to the background or do you want me to expose to the foreground, right. the subjects in the photo? Okay, I can't balance the ISO shutter speed and aperture to get this right. <laughs> uh, Kaysen's book was actually the one that suggested that it was secretly Stanley Kubrick that shot the fake Oh, he was landing. the OG guy? Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Shout he out came to up with Kubrick. that. Okay. Uh, and... Uh, the other way that this got started was this. We all know Russian they, propaganda. The haters, Russian mm. propaganda. They I would just like, it too. Yeah, because they didn't want their people to think that they were getting their ass beat to the moon. Uh, so they Especially started spreading that in Russia, and also it made its way to America, and a bunch of Americans were like, "Huh." Because they were winning space wars up until that point, right? Russia was. Uh, they were like, the U.S. Moves. passed them during that time. During that time, okay. yeah. Okay. Although, I mean, it's worth noting that a lot of Russian, the Russian space program was just like it was helped by their complete uh, lack of concern for human life. Yeah. They were just mm-hmm. like fire dudes <laughs> or dogs into the sky, and just like you'd hear them on the radio, just be like, "Oh God, I'm did burning they, up." Who did they send like, up first? Was it a dog or a, a dog, monkey? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was a monkey. Uh, I think Americans sent up a monkey, oh, okay. and uh, they sent up a dog. Okay. Yeah, it's just wild, like, bringing it into the modern day. Trump, uh, you know, has been talking about a lot of space missions. Space Force. Uh, but he also, like, a lot of his homies think that the moon, like Roger Stone said, the moon landing was a hoax shot in a warehouse in New Jersey. Uh, <laughs> Alex Jones claimed the footage was Tinker Toy stuff. Uh, and even before he took office, Trump seemed like 
bizarrely focused on sending astronauts to the moon. Uh, people were like, wait, do you think we've already done that? Do you know we've already done that? Uh, and he, uh, they, we never really got a clear answer on that, but he switched to Mars after a uh, Neil Cavuto piece was like, uh, we could do bigger things than go to the <laughs> go, go somewhere we've already been. We can right. go to Jupiter. A dozen times. Do people, do people who, and I'll let you know where I'm at on this, do people uh, think that just the 1969 moon landing was a hoax, or they think all of the times we went to the moon? Cause, it must be, right? Because, like, fine, if you think the first one is a hoax, that's cool, but... Acknowledge that we've been to the moon because they went like a few times after that. Well, <laughs> they also didn't like they? fired a laser at the moon and had it bounce back from something they left up there. Right, right, right. To like prove it. They were just like, fine assholes here. here. We yeah. flew up there. We left a fucking mirror there. Boom. Yeah. People were like, yeah, okay, whatever. Whatever. Lasers. I guess, That's- yeah. I mean, I wonder, I understand like the religious argument of how you would rationalize it because that might completely fuck up your whole worldview. Yeah. Like to be like, wait a second. Like now, I'm questioning my place in this heaven, the the the, the universe, mm-hmm. or whatever. But like, what? Are, and the Russians are just haters. <laughs> right. Like, no, uh no, y'all didn't go up there. Or that's what we'll tell people because our brand is really fucked up right now. But I don't know. Like, are the other people just on? I guess maybe flat earthers. Who are the, I'm? Try, I'm curious what the that Venn diagram is of ideologies. I mean, that overlaps in. No, the moon landing wasn't real. For the three episodes I listened to the Joe Rogan podcast, I heard him be like, I don't know, man, you look at a lot of that footage, there's some things that don't make sense. And like, those are just like pseudo intellectual, pseudo intellectual bros. Yeah. Uh, But also, yeah, there's a lot of shit that don't make sense. First of all, it was shot in 1969. Like, a lot of TV that we watch now from that time don't make sense that shit was terrible (laughs) yeah uh like tv was just bad then and then also they were shooting shit in space i'm sure that whatever laws of physics apply to filmmaking on earth yeah might change in space there's also like a three second shot that everybody associates with the moon landing and there's like a there's all these other pictures that nobody really has seen uh, that have come out that make it clear they're on the moon. Yeah. Like, and you can see it from different angles, and it's not just that one picture, but that's just the iconic one. And people are like, well, look at the flag. It's not waving. Mm-hmm. Uh, something we noticed walking to lunch yesterday uh, that <laughs> it is just a good example of how up its own ass Hollywood is, is uh, Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin got their own Hollywood stars uh and it's in the category of tv mm-hmm. they're real tv stars and yeah. michael collins too michael and my four, all four of them did yeah. yeah let me put my la tour guy hat on all right. four of them have it and they put it in the tv category because i mean that was some uh, good up acting. until well that's why but up until <laughs> i think still to this day it was the it's the most watched television program of all time that's uh, so that that allowed the loophole for them to. I mean, be that's in great it. programming. That's great content. You it's flag out of the moon tent. and shoot them, putting a fucking flag up there. I know, yeah. but what people don't Hot know. Hot damn! Netflix th- is thinking about that right now. It's like, okay, man, can we get somebody on the moon again? <laughs> can we get somebody on the moon? What they don't know is Neil Armstrong was the act was the person on Earth, but up there it's really a young Morgan Freeman. 
What? In that astronaut suit. Yep. That's that Hollywood no inside. It's a young yep. Morgan Freeman. It's his first movie, bro. His first TV, bro. He was uh, about he was about sixty nine. One uh, giant step for mankind. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that would have been shit. better, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for this week's weekly Zeitgeist. Please like and review the show if you like the show. Uh, it means the world to Miles. He, he needs your validation, folks. Uh, I hope you're having a great weekend, and I will talk to you Monday. Bye.